Patchwork Heart Ministry and Fiat Ministry Network present the Discover Your Mission series. Now I had been brought up without any prayer, without Bible, without church, nothing of that kind. And so when my father died, I became suicidally depressed. I, I had no desire to live. And yet, by the grace of God, uh, whenever I got to the point of actually taking my life, I always had this interior conviction that if I took my life, I would simply find it again on the other side and it would be permanent misery. But it wasn't until I became a wife and a mother and I began to try and pass my faith on to my children that I realized that everything I knew about Jesus was memorized doctrine. I was a good man, I was a good father, I was instilling the sacraments into my family. Uh, I was definitely not intentional, I was stuck broke in my faith. But what kind of strength did he have? Jackie did not just have a strength of body or baseball skill. He had a strength inside of his spirit, a courageous meekness that empowered him to play the game. And I tell him what is going on with me and he's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, no, no, no. I think this is like some sort of miracle, dude. And he's like, okay, you know, of course, but I'll believe it when I see it. Honey, you've been trying to quit and you've been saying this and saying that. And I'm, a, you know, he, his big line to me is, you shouldn't say things <laughs> because I never follow through on them. And so this was week after week, month after month. He is looking at me like, this is a miracle. There is no way that you, on your own, could have done this. So we are called to sing. All of us are called to sing. All of us are called to express ourselves and join our voice into the unity of the church. Uh, often with my choirs, I, I ask them to listen to each other, to listen to the, the sound that they make together as one. That's what we're aiming for. Through the harmony or unison, we're aiming for a one sound. You need to decide. What are you gonna participate in? Are you gonna participate in the historic Christian idea of the altar of sacrifice, which is in the Eucharist or not? Welcome to the Fiat Ministry Show, episode 161. Um, welcome uh, back. I've been on taking a little break. Uh, a lot of busy stuff going on with Fiat, and I'm uh, just really excited to be back 
to do a show. Uh, first off, please like us uh, on Facebook and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, also, you can join us uh, on our YouTube channel uh, and we can do a monthly uh, videos that are kind of premiere videos that only you will be able to see kind of like Patreon. Uh, we'll also definitely promote that too. Um, uh, Patreon is uh, something that we're building with uh, Patrick Hart Ministry, uh, Bill Snyder, and uh, I know that he's very busy at this time. Uh, happy Advent season to everyone, and uh, I just want to, you know, just make sure the, you know, if you can do any kind of help uh, financially, uh, we're always, you know, this is takes uh, time and uh, some effort to get everything going, and uh, but prayers are our number one thing, and we appreciate all the uh, contacts and everything uh, that we get, emails and everything. I'm uh, really excited about this evening's uh, guest. Uh, uh, he was on uh, Tony Agnesi's uh show on fiat ministry a couple <laughs> weeks ago uh, i know there was some weather down in his area louisiana uh and uh I, and so we had to postpone and uh that's fine and but it, it, god's will uh, we're together tonight matthew uh, uh has a great uh, dementia uh, rosary podcast and uh he'll explain all about it um because a lot of times Times I think it's just a interesting way of just approach to a situ situation that a lot of people will deal with, and you can you know think about uh, you forget about the keys or you know things that you do every day. But uh, we'll get into with Matthew. But uh, first off, we'll uh, say a little prayer and uh, just get into the uh, uh, interview. After that, in the name of Father, Son. Holy Spirit, amen. Uh, Lord, uh, thank you for this evening. Thank you for Matthew. Thank you for everyone that will be watching. Uh, thank you for this time of Advent. Thank you for us to be able to wait for your son uh, and uh, just just the uh, excitement that we are, are that new arrival and uh, just uh, bless us with the words that you want to say tonight and to understand um, all different situations that we all have that we deal with uh, through our lives and just to understand that uh, you're always with us in any step of the way that uh, might uh, we're take us to the right uh, path but maybe in a different path that you that we would think of going uh, and uh, just thank you again for Matthew for his time tonight and uh, uh, everyone on the, in the fiat ministry uh, community uh, thank you for all the blessings uh, this year and uh, in the name of the Father and the Son Holy Spirit Amen, Holy Spirit. amen. further amen. ado I will bring on Matthew how are you doing, Matthew? I'm doing well. Happy Advent, Kent. <laughs> Happy Advent. Uh, uh, just, I, I just want to ask you, as I ask all my uh, 
uh, guess the, the, your kind of your fiat, your a little bit of your background. But what helped you say yes? Or I know a lot of times in uh, a person's lives, there's a lot of yeses that you have to go through. Yeah, a, a daily yes. Uh, but if there's some highlights or things, especially with the projects that you're doing right now, and how you know you kind of got to where you're at in your uh, faith journey, uh, that would be great to hear about. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for asking. So, so I'm a cradle Catholic, and and unfortunately, my story's probably all all too familiar to you and and other uh, people who are are watching us right now. But you know, when I went off to college, it was, you know, mass was optional, and um, I did not really stay true to um, my my Catholic upbringing. So I, I went to Catholic grammar school, Catholic high school, and you know, then I was out on the world out in the world. And um, had to, you know, deal with uh, deal with that that battle, which I didn't win. Um, and it was, it was, uh, you know. So I, I always prayed. Um, I, I would sometimes say the rosary, and it was always some. If I did, it was because I was in a I was in a tight spot, and I really needed help. But um, it wasn't until 2017 when I was in my last year of graduate school for gerontology, which is the study of aging. And um, it was it was just rough with the courses, and I was having to write a thesis and run a research project to in order to have that the content for the thesis. And uh, I started praying the rosary. Um, I would say I would say daily at that point. Uh, took some days off, but uh, for the most part, it was it was a daily rosary uh, to help me with that. But also for Thanksgiving to be where I was at that point, and things just really started to change. And uh, so I graduated in December of 2017, and I felt called, um, you know, to, I was still saying the rosary, I felt called to write a book about dementia and faith. And this also started, I, I, I believe Our Lady, you know, brought these people, these caregivers into my life, because at the time I, I was, I was, and I still am, facilitating a caregiver support group for our local council on aging. And people would come in. It wasn't sponsored by a church or anything. It was a government. It's a government-funded thing. So you know, we usually don't talk about religion. But people were coming to uh, to the support group, and they were telling me what parish they were in. I'm in St. Peter's, and I'm in I'm, mm -hmm. I'm at Our Lady of the Lake, and I'm at St. Benedict's. And you know, it got me thinking about Catholic resources for caregivers. And I went looking around, and there were some Christian books. I found a Catholic book, and I enjoyed that book, but it wasn't what I was thinking it would be. It wasn't what I would have written. So then I really felt called to start writing that book and drafting. So I took 2018, all of 2018 to write the book while I'm working full time. So I'm just waking up early, staying up late, um, you know, raising a family with my wife. We have three children and, uh, you know, continuing to say the rosary and it, it, Our Lady brought me, brought me not only through it, but, you know, made me stronger through this process of writing a book and now marketing and doing many other projects around the book now since it's been uh, since been almost been two years that it's been uh, that it's been published so now uh, the mini projects and the consulting are what take up the time now that the book has been published mm. well I mean with doing because 
with dementia and 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 there's different things uh, you could speak on to that but bringing that into the rosary is there some kind of and and you know maybe some highlights of the book and all that but uh, how how did that you know kind of develop uh, with you know your work and you know just as a um, working with that kind of thing uh, as your career uh did that was it the book kind of a um kind of avenue to kind of get open to share with others you know a situation that a lot of people will go through and and you know i know you were mentioning on a couple pod you know for getting keys and and is that you know little things that you forget every day uh you know that kind of is in is that dementia or is that just you know working out things that you're just not uh you know i don't know is that something that we deal with every day uh forgetfulness i guess (laughs) so we're we're all going to forget things we're going to walk into the room walk into a room and forget why we are there or open the refrigerator and forget what we wanted to get or we're going to misplace our keys from time to time as you mentioned mm-hmm. uh one of the one of the one of the key dif- difference in the, between alzheimer's or just gr- a greater term or is memory impairment or dementia the difference bet- between normal life and uh, a condition uh cognitive divi- um situation like dementia is that we're eventually going to find our keys we're going to eventually figure out um, what we need in the refrigerator and we might have to walk out of that room and come back in but we're going to remember why exactly we went to that closet or to that bedroom so when somebody has dementia or if we and dementia is a really broad term um alzheimer is a type of dementia and vascular type dementia is a type of dementia so although alzheimer's is the most common uh, dementia is really an umbrella term to talk about cognitive decline that can't be explained by anything else it can't be explained by depression or a vitamin deficiency or an infection or lack of sleep um, or anything like that it's something going on with the brain we still don't know too much about it but uh, memory impairment keeps, uh, is a key feature to most types of dementia. And then you have, um, you can have impaired um, depth perception. You can have impaired communication um, abilities, reading, writing, finding the right words. If someone continues to say, uh, you know, the thing, like they can't think that, they can't mm. remember that, you know, this is a water bottle right here, or this is a computer mouse. They start right. to say, you know, the thing that you control the computer with, you know, that's when you you, you start to, get concerned and i think it's time when when someone is experiencing that it's 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 time to go to your primary care physician it does it doesn't necessarily mean you have to go see a specialist like a neurologist or neuropsychologist it's mm-hmm. hey let's let's go let's go to the primary care physician who we can probably see faster anyway and let them let them run, run some tests and do some simple memory um questions or, or, or scales that they'll put you through and, and see if anything comes up. If anything, you know, we're going to eliminate things that it could possibly be. And and how does that go into, you know, with the book and the rosary, uh, how, how did that kind of expand to the book and now the podcast that you're doing? Um, is there, was there 
that connection? Where where's that connection with the rosary um, and dementia? I, I guess because I I I'll tell a story, and and this isn't just a you know just thinking. This is really touches my uh, because it's of um, my grandmother, and she had uh, you know Alzheimer's, and um, uh, it, it was one night, and and there's many things that happened, but it just really hit me um, where. Um, my f- grandfather and my dad went to a basketball game and uh, my m- mother and my grandmother stayed ho- uh, home because it, it just that's how <laughs> it was a guy's night out but um, to then as we came back into the house it was our house um, and um, my grandmother just was got really upset and I've never seen her she was the most peaceful wonderful person I ever I, I and and she just got so ex, uh, upset um, with my grandfather for leaving her and and I, I guess it was that situation she was at that point of you know it was really setting in and all that and it just mm-hmm. was a, a really thing that I'll always remember a, a sad memory but it's a, a you know a memory that says okay it's out there and 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 you, you have to watch out it might be i mean is is it something that but you you with the rosary i i, I think I, I just you know could you share just how that kind of started because i i just i just wanted to share that because that that's that's uh, since i've watched your uh, podcast I, I just wanted to say that to you it's just one of those things that i don't uh, it, it doesn't it just means you know something that for for faith and and a loving of someone in your in your family that you can't do anything for them. I mean it's just something that you you have no control kind of like you're saying you still a lot of things to learn about this and uh, and try to figure out but it's just but I, I think you know hearing anything that you want to share about the book and bringing in the rosary uh, that would be great too but uh, I just wanted to share that with you Um, and uh, it's just I I think a lot of the audience that might go through that with family members and all that it's just one of those things that is tough yeah thank you for sharing sharing that about your family experience Um, uh, yeah there's so many people that are out there right now listening that that either have it in their family or they have a friend who their family has experienced it. Uh, so in uh, so I'm sorry to hear about your family. Um, my mother's father, so my grandfather, hmm. he was the one in the family that had some type of dementia. We don't know if it was Alzheimer's or uh, Korsakoff syndrome from, you know, from alcohol or or what but but he he forgot things and he his mood changed and he would he he escaped from a a nursing facility at 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 some point so um so but yeah there there are so many parallels between dementia and the rosary and um you know it starts with our lady calling me personally to 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 write it um i feel you know i felt pulled to, to to write this book to uh to make a difference and um so it started with me saying the rosary it started with you know me answering her call to write the book and one of the things that's very interesting is that with with most of the dementias most of the different types of dementia long-term memory 
tends to stay intact. You know, everybody's different, but from for the most part, long-term memory stays intact. It's 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 short-term memory. It's people of uh, you know recognized people of the of this decade or or maybe a couple of decades back, where it, it gets it gets cloudy and foggy. Uh, but but Catholics who grew up saying the rosaries, saying the, the Hail Mary, the Our Father, the Glory Be, the Fatima mm-hmm. prayer, they tend to remember the prayers. And it tends to bring comfort. It's it's you know it's it's you know it's supernatural. It's the graces that come with saying the rosary, but it's also you know and part of that's the familiarity of saying it over a lifetime. Um, so it's 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 very common to to see in nursing homes or assisted living facilities for them to do a rosary uh, daily or to do it once a week. That it you know and they'll get they'll get a they'll get a large crowd of people. And then if you consider what we learn when we say the the uh, the four uh, mysteries of the rosary the, the 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 joyful the sorrowful the luminous the glorious you know it's jesus's life on beads and so the journey of dementia just like most of our lives uh, most of us you know may experience either personally or somebody of our family is going to have some kind of chronic or life-limiting illness at some point and uh, this just happens to be dementia that we talk about and uh, just just like there are ups and downs there are joys and there are sorrows and there's glory in in the rosary the same could be said about the journey of living with dementia now wow. can, you know you ask the world right we talked about the world that I was in, in battle with after college, but you know when you ask the world what is de- what is dementia, uh, what is somebody with dementia, uh, the world says, you know what can they do for me? You know they can't mm-hmm. remember themselves, they can't remember you know friends and family members sometimes. You know wh- what are they going to produce? So they're no they're no good to me. They're a shell of a person. So so we come up against that, and you know also other. That brings up other things like um, assisted suicide or right the right to die, so to speak. Um, so, so the rosary is, you know, the the you know the spiritual weapon against many things, but also you know in this case specifically, it's a spiritual weapon against dementia. It's a spiritual weapon um, for life to protect life to a natural death. Yeah. Um, so when we when we when we think about. Um, the rosary, as I was saying, we got, we have, we have joy. You have, you have glory. You have sorrowful. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll have many Catholics. You may even non-Catholics that might be on this journey and saying, "Why me? You know, why could a, how could a, a God who is good do this to me?" And all we have to do, you know, it, it's, uh, I, I say it simply. It's all a lot more complicated. But the simple answer is, look at, look at Jesus, and and he, he did not exempt himself from the suffering. And ultimately, he was resurrected. And overall, the book is really a story of hope, just like the rosary is a story of hope. We're going to suffer. We're going to have good times. We're going to have bad times. Um, and then ultimately, if we are, um, if we are faithful, uh, we'll pass through the narrow gate. We'll be re- we'll be resurrected. We'll be in heaven. And I hope that this book is a source of hope for people. And 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 it has been the people who have given me feedback on it, um, both locally, you know, personally, and people across the across the the world, even up in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, they've they've told me how how much hope that it's given them, and and it's you know it's you know very humble to uh, I'm very humbled to hear things like that because that's why I you know spent those late nights and the early mornings yeah. and you know gave up some weekends mm-hmm. to do that it was it was all worth it I'd do it I don't know how I did it uh, except to say you know point to Our Lady 
uh, to give me the you know the the words and the energy. Um, but I don't know how as you know I, I besides that I don't know how that I was able to do and feel really blessed to be able to bring this in other you know other content um, other like the, the podcast and the, the yeah. blog and all that other kind of stuff. Well, and, and that's a great thing that you're sharing in in the sense that, you know, it's that, you know, a, a thing that people go through. I mean, it, it's not just uh, it's a very I, I mean, I, I don't know what the percentage of how many people actually have dementia or um, what you would consider dementia in the sense of. Um, but I mean, I, I've known people. And, you know, just because it was in my family, I think I was kind of, you know, I think that's the same, you know, with in the sense of cancer nowadays of everybody has been affected by cancer in some aspect of, you know, just living um, dementia is kind of in the sense. But I love how you you share with the book and the rosary and how, you know, going through a situation even if you're, you know, taking care of someone that has dementia or, you know, even the person that's going through that to do some kind of rosary or to understand how the, the rosary is kind of that ups and downs of, you know, Jesus' life. And, you know, we have many ups and downs in our lives of, and, and to put that with dementia, but do you, do you get, you know, with the feedback that you're getting, are there some kind of top, you know, three items that they're sharing that they're kind of, you know, you know, their testimonies that they're sharing or, you know, what they're feeding back to you that really touch you? Like, is there anything that you would like to share on on that? Because I, I think that's it's wonderful that you have, you know, that avenue to you know get that feedback because i i think we're do all doing this for the glory of god but to have that little feedback to say you know you're you know the tap on the shoulder uh, uh through just an email through a comment uh anything is great but uh, if you had any h highlights that would be great to hear yeah any you're right any feedback at all is is such a blessing and it's um you know it's it's something you don't expect and you don't do it for that but when it when it happens it's really special and you don't forget them it keeps you going it gives you it gives you fuel for the um fuel for the for this journey that we're on in our fiat so um so recently um somebody who i didn't even um so i've been corresponding with um and i've done some online virtual speaking for for this organization and uh, i didn't realize that he had purchased the book for his mom um, his mom was a caregiver for his father who had some type of dementia and um, his mom recently passed away I want to see say two months ago and he told me that he said I just want you to know how much of how much of a difference the book made um, for my mom and um, I even I was picking up her stuff the other day and one of your business cards was her bookmark in her Bible and I was just, that, <laughs> that just, you know, hit me right, right in the heart, which was, you know, that was, gosh, does this, you know, it's, it's hard to, it, it's like you're watching a movie sometimes. And it was such, you know, such a cool thing to hear. Yeah. And I couldn't even dream of, you know, you know, writing that, sketching that out myself, you know, three years ago. 
Yeah. And then um, uh, here locally, a um, a friend's um, a friend's husband. So I'm I'm 44, and her husband, who was 44, he had been living with dementia, a rare, very rare type, and they still don't know what type it was, mm-hmm. uh, dementia. And um, he she would read the book to him, and he's the way he put it. He said that. Um, he didn't feel he didn't feel as alone anymore or at least together they didn't feel alone because wow here's you know here's this book and it's talking about uh, friends and family um, some friends and family scattering not coming Mm -hmm. around anymore you know which is very common so when they read something like that that's in the book you know it gives them a sense of validation in that wow this isn't just me i'm not you know and i'm not mm-hmm. strange in this situation this is this happens to a lot it's very unfortunate it just hap- it happens to a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, but it's 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 the validation it's the you uh, know the, the hope that it offers people and um when it's something specific like you know like a you know a business card and a, and a as a bookmark in a bible you know <laughs> very special yeah yeah i i love that story that's great uh just a um do you have anything with the podcast and, and and everything that you're doing with the blog and everything um, on on the side of that um, that you would like to you know promote? Is there anything coming up? I know uh, it's, you know it is the uh, Advent season coming up to Christmas, so very busy time of year in many yeah. ways of a, a crazy year. I'm not <laughs> gonna get into that, but um, is there anything? looking you know on to uh, 2021 as a new year and kind of start for fresh uh, with your work yeah yeah I'm really excited to, to, to continue the education that I'm doing right now so it was I, I believe it was January this past year when um, when I started the um, like a monthly interview and live rosary and the blog and so we'll continue that and so so and and, every, and even April I added some things so as it stands now in December of 2020 I have a daily Facebook uh, prayer and dementia tip on my on my Facebook page which is at dementia rosary on Facebook and then um, every Tuesday morning. Uh, which today's today's Tuesday, yeah. So it came out this morning. There's a uh, email lo- newsletter that has some kind of original content. It might be it might be some kind of graphic. It might be an article. It might be a podcast episode or a video. Uh, so and then um, on a monthly basis, I interview and say a rosary with someone special in this field. And when I say in this field, it's sort of, it, it could be, you know, it's where faith and dementia cross. So the 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 types of um, guests that I've had, and you mentioned Tony Agnesi, um, he was in, he, uh, we, we talked in November, published that in November, and he, this was the, uh, the Thanksgiving giving rosary. So we talked about gratitude and specifically on this journey of dementia when it can be, you know, so difficult. Like, you know, many people might think, how can you be grateful or how can you find things to be grateful for when you you and your family are impacted by this, you know, this terrible condition. But that's what Tony and I talked about and he was the right person for that. Mm-hmm. It was just a wonderful interview. And then other people that I've interviewed have been theologians, um, uh, so that was in uh, in October, I believe, and um, physicians. So I uh, so I'm also affiliated with mycatholicdoctor.com, mm-hmm. and so we'll see people, me and other other Catholic um, providers, uh, will see 
families with with any condition. So there's OBGYNs, there's psychologists, there's primary care physicians, and I. Uh, interviewed, had a great interview um, with Tom Carroll. He's a palliative care um, uh, physician and uh, primary care physician up in New York. Uh, he's also president of his chapter of the, uh, it's, the it's called the Finger Lakes uh, chapter of the uh, Catholic Medical Association. So we had a great conversation about end of life, the end of life um, conversation and what, what does that mean in the Catholic context. So just, just awesome, rich conversations that I, I myself, you know, find myself learning so much from, you know, as I'm doing the interview, I, I'm visibly excited because they're just talking about great stuff that I could only, that I, that couldn't come out of my mouth. It can only come out of these, <laughs> these great guests. So, yeah. so um, I have a, in January, so I just recently um, interviewed a theologian who's at the, at the Notre Dame seminary here in New Orleans, Dr. Tom Neal, that will come out early January. So I'm really excited about that. He talked about his mother who had dementia. His father also did too, but he, more of the experiences with his mom and actually how beautiful that transition was um, in her last days, what she said, her Catholic faith. It, uh, it was the first time that I, that I uh, teared up in an interview. So it was just, and it was all because it was beautiful and it was special what he said. It wasn't sad. It was a sad situation, but the way that he experienced it is something that, you know, we pray to St. Joseph that, that all of us have in the last days of our lives. So that's probably what I'm, I'm proudest of is the, uh, that video podcast. So it's on YouTube, um, on my, on my, on my YouTube channel, which is actually my, which is, um, care partner mentoring LLC yeah. is the name of that one. But if you, if you go to, if you go to dementiarosary.com, you'll, that's the hub. You'll see the that's podcast. Awesome. Yeah. You'll see the you'll see the YouTube, you'll see the blog, all that kind of stuff. So I'm really proud of the the guests that I'm able to have on because I learned so much, and I got to think that that um, the audiences. And I'm excited about having um, uh, my priest, my um, our the the chaplain of our, our Latin Mass Society here in Covington, Louisiana. Oh. Um, I can't wait to have uh, Father Damien on, and just uh, I have a physician from Tulane University that I'll record with at the end of this month. So I can go on and on, but but just you guys, you can see I'm really excited about yeah. the um, yeah. the videos and the people that I'm able to bring on, and uh, they're just uh, just a gift that I hope other people will be able to experience. Well, that, I, I feel the same way with all the shows that I've done um, uh, over 10 years, believe it or not. I, <laughs> I take some breaks, but I, I believe it, it's been 10 years. But um, I, wow. I feel the same way with uh, you as a guest. Uh, you learn something from every guest, but then in, in this kind of situation with, you know, uh, going f through... Uh, you know these you know these little paths that you know might feel like you're not going you know okay I, I have someone in my family or you know eventually if it happens to you in, in some sense of feeling that why me and uh, I think people need to hear you know uplifting and helping you know in the sense of okay you can get through this you can you know this is what you know th you know those paths of of understanding that we're all here together let's you know try to you know if we can work out you know anything that can you know make 
each other a little bit, you know, feeling better. Because one thing about the rosary, you you know, you feel good after you say you're saying it as you're going. You use that, you know, each bead. Uh, I my one of a, a, a great priest, a friend uh, over uh, in Pennsylvania. Uh, told me a long time ago and I, I use this as a uh, kind of a tool when I'm going through the rosary is every bead is like back in the day I, I know but you know the sense of you know a lot of times with glass going through the sunlight going through some glass and it gets hot and it, it, people like kids would burn ants or whatever but the sense of he was using it as a as a more of a spiritual way of using that the graces of god and and each bead penetrating the just the the grace and and everything that you're praying for one person and it just it magnifies every time that you're you're praying on each bead and, and and you're kind of going through that and and it's just kind of a thing that I'm always thinking about is that how you can magnify a, a prayer for someone through each bead and just using that as a focus point as you're going through the rosary but um, I, I uh, he said it much better than I did at right now but, <laughs> but anyways um but do do you know with everybody that you're interviewing and you know with do you see um do you see a way that you know is dementia ever going to be completely understood like with anyone that you're talking in the field uh, is it just a continue like learning about it kind of like you're in the sense of learning about anything that is just very vast that you can't understand is it just one of those things that will will get you know understandings of you know the is it the chemicals in your you know head or there's more to it is it it's your nutrition your diet if you go to a situation of how you uh work with yourself uh exercise and everything like that uh is there a way to kind of you know kind of keep it out of your because i i know i'm i'm worried like as someone that i've seen as my grandmother um is that going to affect me is it going to is it something that goes down you know through a family tree kind of thing um is it something of that nature or you if you you know just work at your exercise keeping your mind praying the rosary uh keeping your mind on a lot of things uh is that something or what would you recommend or you know is there some couple of thoughts there? Yeah. So the um, so the brain is is the most complex organ that we have, yeah. and um, so I'm not trained in medicine. I'm on the other side. I'm in so gerontology is sort of a partner with geriatrics. So mine's more okay. psychology and sociology. But but what what I've picked up from the neuropsychologists and the neurologists and the primary care physicians that I've worked with. Um, is that so the best information that we know now is that if you can do four things uh four four lifestyle things you know all things that most of us have a choice in doing if we you know if we eat well 
if we exercise, if we stimulate our brain um, doing things, whether it's um, you know reading or learning a language or just doing something that you know gets us to think about something differently. Um, and the fourth thing would be socialization, like staying active with social organizations, with our with our parish ministries, with um, other extracurriculars. So those four things, while there's not a huge amount of evidence behind them, that's sort of the contemporary thinking and um, probably I would say our best bet in things that we can control because we can't control our genetics, right? But we can eat better, we can move, we can um, socialize with people, and we can use our brains, you know, that like, as God intended us to do. And what I like about that list of four things is that it's there is uh, really no downside that I can think of to eating well. You know, not it doesn't, and and someone might say, "Well, cost," but it doesn't always cost. Uh, it doesn't cost a lot necessarily to eat well. Now, most of it's, you know, I think putting it's a cost of time. You know, planning ahead to know where you're going to be and having mm-hmm. a meal that's you know it's going to help you avoid fast food. You know, and I know it's challenging if you're traveling, but that's just one example of. Uh, of the of the four where if you put some time into you know thinking about it you know these are things that we can all do with little or no side effect to possibly prevent and it's really the best thing that we have and and what i always say is not only is there no or little to no uh negative side effect for those four things but you're going to feel better anyway if you're Mm -hmm. if you're working out even even in a minimal way if you're eating better even in a minimal way uh, hanging out with people and learning things, life's life's generally good. It's going to yeah. be better than if you're not doing those things. Well, I totally agree with that, and uh, thank you for that. Um, any final w- words? Uh, we're getting, uh, and I didn't want to keep you all night, but I, I really appreciate Matthew your time and just uh, again, uh, I think dementia has it, it will affect some you know most people in their lives, and to actually bring dementia and the rosary together uh, just a wonderful way of you know keeping active and to really focus on you know Jesus's life in the sense of going through I, I love that scenario you know looking at how a person that might be going you know going through dementia or yourself that helping a, a, a caregiver um, going through that with someone to take that time that daily uh, rosary that we can you know really build on a a love and 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 life i mean because how i mean so many people are praying the rosary right now we just need more people but to keep going um but uh if there's any final thoughts uh, i really appreciate your time matthew and uh it, it was a really honor to have you on the show tonight Thank you. It's been my pleasure, Kent, to, to be here with you, to be on Fiat Ministries. Um, just a few few closing thoughts. Um, one thing I wanted to I, I didn't get to mention it when I was talking about dementia in general is that it's not um, it's not normal aging. So while we might all know somebody who's impacted for by it, it's not inevitable that we're all going to get it if we live to um, a certain age. So we we could we can we can not definitely not this we don't have to despair in thinking that it's going to happen just as a matter of you know aging so that's not the case thank goodness um i would also um mention um the rosary that 
you know, Our Lady of Fatima, she called us to say the rosary daily. So mm-hmm. it's a privilege to have this platform, not just tonight, but just to have the dementia platform as a way of propagating um, Our Lady's rosary that was handed down, you know, to St. Dominic. And um, so I encourage people to do that, to, to say the rosary themselves, even if it takes you all day. You space it out throughout the day because, you know, people have different life situations and attention spans. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes people you need to they may maybe maybe they need to pay, pl- pray for the desire to say the rosary that would help them to, to do that. But however they get there, you know, Our Lady wants them there is going to help them get to that spot where they are saying a rosary each day. Um, to think about the 15 promises of the rosary and in there are, you know, special graces for ourselves and our loved ones. And when we're going through a chronic, any chronic illness, especially dementia, who, who couldn't, you know, who, who, who would turn down signal graces, you know, when we're trying to get through the day-to-day um, slogging of, or what could be day-to-day slogging of uh, caregiving, because some there are good days and then there are very challenging days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, um, just like um, we want to keep Fiat Ministries and you in all of our prayers, Please keep me in the ministry, yes. this ministry for memory impairment, in your prayers. Yeah. Tell people about it. Um, sure. I'm, I'm convinced. At least I hope that if people, uh, if if there are Catholics out there that you share this ministry with, say, hey, you know, there's a there's a Catholic ministry for people who have memory impairment, like Alzheimer's and frontal temporal dementia. I, I'm I'm hoping that if people go to the website and they see the content. I'm hoping that they're immediately hooked and see it as a source of practical education and also some hope. So I think it's just getting people to DementiaRosier.com. It's getting people to, um, when they're there, to take a look at the preview of the book and the look at the blog and check out some of the guests. So that's my hope. So if everybody could you know, help yeah. spread the word, sure, I would definitely um, appreciate that. And um, sorry, one, one last thing is when you're, at, when you're at that website, I collect prayers. So we have a dementia prayer wall at the website, DementiaRosary.com. So you can go to that. You can add your prayer intention. You can use your um, first name. You can use your initials. You can make up a name. Um, no one's going to see your email address, uh, but people will see your prayer intentions, and I'll feature them on my Dementia Rosary dailies. I'll ask people to visit and to pray for them. So you'll have a lot of people praying for you. So most of all, that's you know that's something else I'm really proud of is the um, that we have an opportunity a privilege to pray for um, everyone in the audience that that needs those prayers. That's wonderful. Uh, Thank you for that. Um, And, and just thank you, Matthew, again for uh, this evening. And uh, again, the, uh, the pod, uh, well, the book, uh, well, really dementia, um, rosary.com is the place to go. Um, that's the hub, everything else you can find. Uh, we've been putting up uh, with the podcast. Uh, you see the image. Um, and, uh, just again, thank you. Uh, God bless you. Um, happy advents and, um, uh, early Merry Christmas to you yeah. and your family. Uh, just uh, a wonderful season come, you know, just celebrate, um, with everything. Uh, but to, to learn about this and to keep up with anything that is going on in anyone's family's lives of any kind of uh, dementia to talk to, uh, please send any questions to Matthew. Uh, we'll, you know, definitely if you want to send them, uh, but definitely go to dementiarosary.com uh, and, you know, de- 
do the, do the prayer uh, wall and and ask for your blood, uh, your prayers right there. And uh, I uh, will uh, again thank you, everybody. We'll be back. Um, I'm hoping to go back in the next year. Uh, we're busy doing a lot of stuff uh, on the side. I have a couple uh, shows that we're working on uh, producing, um, and I will be back. Uh, I, I know everybody, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, we do appreciate everybody uh, at Fiat Ministry Network, at Patrick Hart Ministry. Uh, everyone, uh, we're, we're in a team. We're all here together. Matthew, too. Uh, I think it's a great, uh, with Tony, too. Uh, it's just a great uh, connection of great uh, of great uh, fellowship and, and, and just that, that love that, people have uh, is amazing uh, doing this for 10 years uh, I, I did not think the network of people that I've would have met would be possible but it, it's impossible but with the internet's kind of <laughs> it helps a little bit easier <laughs> <laughs> but anyways enough of that but uh, God bless everybody uh, we will uh, see you next time on the Fiat Ministry show God bless and good night <laughs>